Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Education Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We have a special guest today. Um, this is Astrid from Australia. I'm so excited and happy that you're here. Can you tell <laughs> can you tell our listeners a little bit about you and what you do? So if I talk to you about my long form of my story. <laughs> I am originally actually from South America. I came 10 years ago from Venezuela and I am currently citizen in the in Australia, but I was raised, raised and born in the US, no, in, in Venezuela. I went to the US a couple of times to do some of my studies, but I pretty much did my biggest component around my bachelor's degree in nutrition dietetics back in Venezuela for about five years. Then I traveled to Australia and I did my master's degree in nutrition and dietetics practice. And I decided to stay here for longer and do more like professional work. Mm -hmm. So once I finished my master's degree, I started working as a um, clinical dietitian in a private hospital, which is half rehab and half mental health. So I've been there for about five years, pretty much straight away since I finished my master's. I started on that clinical role. Uh, on the side, obviously, I do my online coaching and I work with Team BioLane as part of my uh, online coaching degree. So that is the majority of the things I do. In addition to that, I do some side collaborations with other companies. Um, currently, I'm working with Clean Health Fitness Institute, which is a company, uh, educational company here in the in the in Australia that is pretty much providing certifications and education to personal trainers and anyone that wants to get more involved with changing their, their people's physique, educating their clients in a better way to lose or modify their body composition. And I think it is, they taking a very, very good pride and, as mm -hmm. to how they manage their nutrition education, as well as the training programming and everything like that. So that is currently what I'm doing. And <laughs> I don't know if you have more questions from that. Oh, thank you. That's a great introduction. So it kind of tells us a little bit about you, your background and education, and um, looks like you're doing great things. And this is awesome. Um, I thought today we could kind of talk about fiber. It is an unfortunate thing here in the United States. Approximately 95% of the population do not get adequate amounts of fiber in their diet, and which is leading or has led to serious health issues and health risks. Um, combined men and women, colon cancer is the second leading cause of cancerous deaths here in America. So I thought we could um, talk about fiber a little bit more and so the listeners could get a better understanding um, how fiber can help them, of course, with weight loss goals. But then also, how does fiber help with overall health? Like, how important is fiber? So um, you want to kind of start off and kind of talk about the importance of fiber, different types of fiber and how uh, it, it's used in our bodies. Yes, I think it is 
important as well to sort of highlight what fiber is because sometimes we speak a lot about fiber, but people are not really sure what fiber is, where does fiber come from. Uh, so when we think about carbohydrates, there, are, there is a portion of the carbohydrates that, that will be digested and absorbed by our digestive enzyme and our digestive tract. But there is a portion of certain carbohydrates that has a molecular structure that is not recognized by, by our enzymes and therefore cannot be digested properly. And therefore, it's going to pretty much pass through your entire digestive system undigested. And that is why it is sort of called fiber, just because it is a component of or a food component that is not going to be digested nor absorbed and is going to form part of that bulk part of your stools. And that is a one of the biggest components of fiber. However, fiber is not just a Depending on the type of fiber, you'll see that there are fibers that will have a little bit of a different function mm -hmm. rather than booking up your stools will have a, a bit more of a um, just creating another type of functions that will help your digestive tract and colonize and nourish the microbiome within your gut. So there is... Oh, we can delve deeper into these things, but just the rough idea of what fiber is, is basically that fiber, that carbohydrate component that is not digested nor absorbed by your GI tract. And therefore, most of the times, 99% of the times will form part of your stools. And unlike any other carbohydrates, such as sugar or other starches, this fiber will pretty much go through your digestive system, mostly intact without being broken down or absorbed by the body. So I think it is just a good set way to explain what it is. And then we can sort of delve deeper into what why it is important. Obviously, yes. it is not just about the benefits that we always hear in the social media about feeling satiated and that fills you up and that that's why it reduces the appetite and makes you feel fuller for longer yes. and therefore it is a very good aid for weight loss mm -hmm. in any from any point that you want to see it there is plenty of research that shows that fiber is much more functional and have much more benefits beyond weight loss. Yes. So we think about all the different things that can work with the intake or the increase intake with fiber. Basically, if you're someone who has diabetes or insulin resistant, one of the things of having more fiber in your diet is that it's going to help reduce that insulin spikes and control or having that effect in the blood sugar management throughout the day. And also reducing inflammation, improving your digestion overall. And one of the biggest things that I believe it is the strongest point from eating 
different type of fibers in your diet is that benefit on the gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. So I think and we, we and that's the big deal. The, the, you know, the gut is the big deal. Everybody wants a healthy gut, right? So Yes, and I we hear all the time, well, we need a detox. We need yes. uh, <laughs> these specific pills or just have these green powders. And at the end of the day, really what is going to make you the healthiest and have the happiest microbiome that is going to be or be equated to a good family of <laughs> gut bacteria is going to be by just consuming different type of foods that contribute with that fiber intake. It's not just about what is the quickest solution or what is the magical product that will help your gut to be healed or be better, but it's more about what sort of things are you doing consistently every single day that is going to contribute to that long-term health. Amen. And one of the things that I, yes. <laughs> and one of the things oh, I preach, see, preach. Let's go. oh my goodness. No. <laughs> and one of the apple. things I see the most, yeah. Oh my goodness. It's, it's, it's crazy because obviously we hear this all the time. And Oh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. And like I hear people just talking about how can I heal my gut and how can I get uh, a, a healthy, microbiome and like people don't even know what microbiome means but they just hear those boss words and they think well they just need to take these pills or just uh, just take a bunch of medications that have no real benefit if you don't like they can have a, a, a benefit short term for mm. sure but when we think about a gut microbiome they can re- be replaced within 24 hours Mm-hmm. Like it is not like one thing that is going to be uh, like long lasting. So if you you think about it, yes, you can see changes in your gut microbiome within the next 24 hours. But if you just go back to your old diet, things are going to go back straight to what it, what it was before. Mm-hmm. So if you had an unhealthy um, family of bacteria in your gut, if you go back to and change to your old habits and you start choosing the the wrong habits consistently, that is going to lead to get you back to where you were before. Yeah. So you won't heal your gut unless you change your dietary behaviors, your choices, mm-hmm. and you implement these consistent changes on a regular basis. So yeah. it yeah. is a lifelong habit and dietary choices that needs to be in place in order to see positive changes long-term. Yeah, absolutely. Because basically what you're saying, if you have a crap diet and you think that taking um, any type of supplement for this and having a crap diet and getting on and off the supplement, it's not going to help you. There's absolutely nothing it can do for you. So basically keeping an adequate amount of fiber in your daily diet long-term, this is where you need to be at. Yes, and I would, I would probably say, when we define, I, I don't like to make statements on a diet, whether it is a, a very bad diet or a good diet, but more so what is composed of. Yeah. So it's more about what can we replace 
some of the things you're choosing to a more nutrient-dense, higher-fiber content. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean, though, that you cannot have your McDonald's or your uh, KFC every now and then or your soul food. It is not about the foods you choose, it's how often the frequency and the amounts that we are having and not replacing certain things by others that can be more beneficial. So when you look at a regular diet uh, and you look at 24-hour recall on a patient or a client, you can see that where are the veggies? I, I don't see them in your breakfast, lunch or dinner. Where are the fruit? Where yeah. are legumes? Where, where are those foods that actually are nutrient dense? I can see that you have here biscuits and you have here uh, certain products, but why don't we, rather than eliminating things, we start swapping certain things around or adding to your current diet, what yeah. you currently have? Maybe that's totally fine, but if you want, depending on your goals, obviously, we can just swap certain things or add new things to make it more nutritious. Sometimes the, di the, the general diet on the basics will be relatively fine and you just need to add a few things to make it a bit more nutritious. Especially when you're trying to get someone to eat more fiber, you cannot just take their whole diet and replace it and change it all over because it's not going to be successful. No. This person is going to literally say, I cannot do this. That's that's impossible. So the more, a better way to go about it is to take someone's diet, look at what they're eating and make suggestions on what they could add to their current diet or suggest certain swaps that they could be happy to try out. Let's mm -hmm. say, at breakfast, they are having just that white toast with, I don't know, peanut butter or something mm. like that. Mm. Why not trying perhaps adding, swapping that white toast for a whole grain toast? Right. Just that little swap without making that, oh, well, I don't like white toast. Well, let's look at other things. What about porridge? Do you like oats? Do you like, maybe let's try something else. Or what about just adding to your white toast with peanut butter, I don't know, maybe a, a, a bunch of frozen berries that will add that extra nutrient-dense, higher-fiber option to your current meal. So it's not about eliminating or blaming someone for having certain choices, but more so educating as to what is going to be the benefit if they were to replace or add some of these more nutritious foods to their current diet. Yeah, and this is the best way to, just like you said, this is if someone's looking to add more fiber in their diet and they need somewhere to start, start looking at your di daily diet and just see where A, you can add in some fruits and vegetables or B, maybe what you could swap out or are willing to swap out. So this kind of was going to go to one of my questions is the best way to increase fiber, which would be kind of what you just said. How does someone know if they're getting enough fiber? Like, how are you going to know if you are getting enough or how are you going to know if you need to add in more? The simplest way, if you have no one to give you feedback on your diet, is you tracking your food. Just get you on 
logging everything you have eaten in a day and just see the nutrient profile at the end of the day of what you've eaten. Mm -hmm. So it will give you the total calories intake, the total carbohydrates, fiber, fat, protein, and the majority of the apps nowadays will give you a breakdown of other things such as sodium consumed, fiber consumed, saturated fat, cholesterol, yeah. certain things. Not every app is going to have those features, but for the most part, if you go like my fitness ball or chronometer, lucid, zoom, which whatever of those that you, you look into, they will have a breakdown, at least show you how much fiber you're consumed in average. And that can give you at least a good a sneak peek of what or how much currently you're consuming. And then maybe just having a bit more understanding of where that fiber is coming from mm -hmm. or if you're not eating enough, then what can you do to improve it? But in order to make that change, you have to be looking for improving that fiber intake in the first place. So in order to do that, you have to follow the first steps of understanding why fiber is important and why it is all the benefits beyond just health benefits but also like if you're trying to lose body fat and lose weight, how fiber plays a big role into getting you more fuller, feeling much more satiated throughout the day. And therefore, hunger management is easier yes. with a calorie deficit. And there's actually several studies that have shown that high fiber diet can promote weight loss and improve metabolic health. So why not to get with those benefits? And then obviously you have a reason to add that fiber. So once you do that audit of your diet with a tracker, if you're doing it by yourself, that is the best way to sort of figure out or raise the awareness of what, what is in your diet and if fiber is actually part of it. If you already do that audit, then is the next step is know what sort of fiber or how where fiber is. So yeah. I can start adding that to my diet. Now, if you are working, you decide to work with someone that can give you that feedback, the best way, like me when I work with a, a client, is I ask them a usual I, I asked them once potentially is just ask them to track and send the, send me a screenshot of what they have logged for the past three days and just have a very good understanding of what roughly is their nutrition for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then just adding that feedback as to, well, let's add here some veggies, let's, ha let's, ha let's add some uh, nuts or fruit or legumes, all those kind of things. Other things that we can do if they are not even tracking at that point in time is just ask them, what is your usual diet like? You ask them to give you a dietary recall or a usual day for them. What is your breakfast like? What would you eat? What do you eat for lunch? What do you eat for dinner? Do you have any morning tea or a, a snack? for mid-morning, something for afternoon tea or afternoon snack. 
And then once you have a recall and you can see that on paper or on your screen, if you're doing it with your computer, you can have a good understanding of what is going on. Obviously, the person who is asking is probably already looking for certain flags or certain things that you want to um, highlight for that person and then give them feedback on that. So the next step would be understanding what sort of things you can add to the diet to make it more nutritious. And here would be more higher fiber diet. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so just the, the best thing that they can do is log their food, go back and look at their daily intake and just see where they can start adding. And, and if, if someone, let's say someone's really low fiber, like maybe they're getting only five grams of fiber in a day. Um, would you say take a little bit of caution about jumping the gun and jumping way up there? Because um, definitely could have some aftermath effects if, if they introduce too much fiber all at once. I would say that is the recommended dietary fiber intake is about 20. I'd say I always give my clients a range between 20 to 35 grams of, of fiber a day. Now, you can use that guideline or you can use 10 to 12 grams per thousand calories. Um, it, so if you're eating perhaps 2,500 calorie, uh, 2, calories, you want to roughly eat about 25 grams to 30 grams of fiber a day. If you eat, if you were to eat about uh, 1,500 calories, if you start off eating just 1,500 to 20 grams, 15 to 20 grams of fiber, that is a good start. So that is a, a rough guideline that I like using to sort of adjust for quantities, especially if someone is starting really low. Wow. Most of the times you, you just make suggestions as to what can add more fiber into the diet. But you will, you will always see that usually it's not as easy to get up that high unless they were adding a supplement or unless they were adding something that is already kind of fortified in additional fiber. So we see currently a lot of health foods, uh, a lot of things that are keto or yes. very low GI, sort of like low glycemic index that are promoted to be low carbohydrate, but they are actually not, not that low. They, yeah. they just not reporting how much net carbs and total carbs they've got, but there's a lot of added fiber to those foods. So if you're uh, having those special type of foods, you probably will have a total ca uh, total count on fiber intake a little higher. Mm -hmm. Most of the times, what you will see is your poop is going to be more volume, yeah. higher volume, and mostly sometimes you see that your, the frequency in your in your bowel movements is going to be a bit more frequent so those kind of things you start noticing but it is just easier to adjust from just starting adding slowly you don't you never go yeah <laughs> from eating five grams to eating 50 grams oh. unless you were adding that additional supplement but other than that like let's say you uh, one extra fruit a day at breakfast, and then you have 
you were eating salads and then you started eating, adding some veggies or some legumes to your, your lunchtime, you're already adding a few more grams of fiber, but it's not that huge amount that is going to make you have a, an episode of diarrhea or something like that. So it's more about auto-regulating and making small changes progressively over time. Yeah, absolutely. I do notice um, um, almost all my clients um, coming in that don't have adequate amount of fiber in their diet and are low on the fruits and veggies. When I start working with them and we start slowly increasing those, they all report back that they're having regular bowel movements and they feel so much better. And overall, just, you know, they just feel good. And I'm like, yeah, yeah it's working, you know, so um, that's what it's there. That's what it's there to do for sure. So it's so important. Okay. I think we went over almost everything I had uh, to ask you. I guess one more question would be possibly besides the reduction of colon cancer, what other health benefits does fiber and weight loss, of course, what are the other benefits for health that fiber provides alongside uh, having a good uh, gut microbi microbiome for health? Well, there is plenty of research and even the American Heart Association is promoting a diet, high diet, high dietary fiber intake because it's not just beneficial for those things that you already mentioned, but it has a sort of overall broad effect on health. So it's been shown to reduce stroke, to reduce this heart disease overall, um, it is contributing to reduction in obesity because of the effects on satiety and feeling fuller. So it has plenty of effects on different aspects of health. So I guess by just directly making you feel fuller, um, making a, having an effect on blood sugar management, on appetite regulation, on your gut microbiome that overall has a kind of a collateral effect on other things that are related to health long-term. But again, all of these things seem to be or have a positive effect when, it's, when it, it is done regularly and consistently. So not, you won't see someone healthy or like got really, really healthy by just eating one salad and then they went back to their old habits, they started doing this consistently. And fiber is just one aspect that obviously is quite underrated when we think about health and right. long-term yeah. uh, longevity. But we have to see the other factors. How are you managing your exercise? Exercise is huge. Protein intake, lifting, and resistance training. What about sleep and stress management? So fiber is one component that is definitely underrated and needs to be sort of brought up a little higher in terms of importance. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, really, just if you just were to change fiber, but you didn't change anything else, it would be hard to really pinpoint how impactful can the benefits be? Because health is the product of a combination of different factors. Yeah. So we just cannot 
say that one thing it is that has the overarching effect on health, but it has a very meaningful effect when it is added to these different changes that say when you're someone who is already modifying your habits and behaviors and you're already exercising, you're sleeping better, you are adding protein and you're doing exercise. And if you, to that, you add that fiber, then you start adding much more benefits to that long-term effect we want to see. I couldn't agree with you more. So I appreciate you coming on and talking to us uh, with uh, Ad Nutrition. Um, you want to let our listeners know where they can find you and follow you for any more helpful tips or information? Absolutely. You can find me in anti-diet underscore dietitian, which is my Instagram. That's where I post most of my information. For another personal Instagram is astridnar.apd. I think that one, I don't use it as much, but it's another one that I tend to be, uh, which is more personal. I have a YouTube channel that I add a lot of different interviews and, and sort of like daily tips as well. And my TikTok as well, but you can all find all of those from my Instagram. So that's where you can find me best and easiest and quickest. Okay. Thank you so much, Ashid. Really appreciate you taking out time to help us and our followers learn a little bit more about fiber and the benefits of it. My pleasure. And thank you so much for having me. 